Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalms 54 and 57 Save me, O God, for thy name's sake, and avenge me in thy strength. Hear my prayer, O God, and hearken unto the words of my mouth. For strangers are risen up against me, and tyrants which have not God before their eyes seek after my soul. Behold, God is my helper, the Lord is with them that uphold my soul. He shall reward evil unto mine enemies, destroy thou them in thy truth. An offering of a free heart will I give thee, and praise thy name, O Lord, because it is so comfortable. For he hath delivered me out of all my trouble, and mine eye hath seen his desire upon mine enemies. Psalm 57 Be merciful unto me, O God, be merciful unto me, for my soul trusteth in thee, and under the shadow of thy wings shall be my refuge, until this tyranny be overpassed. I will call unto the Most High God, even unto the God that shall perform the cause which I have in hand. He shall send from heaven, and save me from the reproof of him that would eat me up. God shall send forth his mercy and truth. My soul is among lions. And I lie even among the children of men that are set on fire, whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue a sharp sword. Set up thyself, O God, above the heavens, and thy glory above all the earth. They have laid a net for my feet, and pressed down my soul. They have digged a pit before me, and are fallen into the midst of it themselves. 
My heart is fixed, O God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. Awake up, my glory, awake, lute and harp. I myself will awake right early. I will give thanks unto thee, O Lord, among the peoples, and I will sing unto thee among the nations. For the greatness of thy mercy reacheth unto the heavens, and thy truth unto the clouds. Set up thyself, O God, above the heavens, and thy glory above all the earth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the seventh verse of the book of Micah. Seventh chapter of the book of Micah. Woe is me, for I am like those who gather summer fruits, like those who glean vintage grapes. There is no cluster to eat of the first ripe fruit which my soul desires. The faithful man has perished from the earth, and there is no one upright among men. They all lie in wait for blood. Every man hunts his brother with a net. That they may successfully do evil with both hands, the prince asks for gifts, the judge seeks a bribe and the great man utters his evil desire, so they scheme together. The best of them is like a briar, the most upright is sharper than a thorn hedge. The day of your watchman and your punishment comes, now shall be their perplexity. Do not trust in a friend, do not put your confidence in a companion, guard the doors of your mouth, from her who lies in your bosom. For son dishonors father, daughter rises against her mother, daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the men of his own household. Therefore I will look to the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Do not rejoice over me, my enemy. When I fall, I will arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. I will bear the indignation of the Lord because I have sinned against him, until he pleads my case and executes justice for me. He will bring me forth to the light. I will see his righteousness. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed, for he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him, throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 14th verse of the 7th chapter of the Book of Romans. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For what I am doing, I do not understand. For what I will to do, that I do not practice. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do what I will not to do, I agree with the law that it is good. But now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. 
For I know that in me, that is, in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good I do not find. For the good that I will to do, I do not do, but the evil I will not to do, that I practice. Now if I do what I will not to do, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. I find then a law that evil is present with me, the one who wills to do good. For I delight in the law of God, according to the inward man. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? I thank God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, with the mind I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh of the, the law of sin. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Let thy merciful ears, O Lord, be open to the prayers of thy humble servants, and that they may obtain their petitions, make them to ask such things as shall please thee, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening to all. A couple of brief thoughts tonight. We begin in the Psalms, and in Psalm 
54 and 57 alike, there is um, in the psalmist a posture of, um, of fixing his trust in God despite the um, the onset of the enemies of the people. And in both of these psalms, there is the presence of an exterior enemy to the people. The psalmist is speaking on the in sort of in the voice of Israel um, that is um, fixing its hope and its trust on God as a way of focusing the prayer of the people, which is what the psalms always do. Um, they gather together kind of like the collect in our practice does. And so they're gathering together the um, the sort of the anxious intentions and prayers and petitions and gathering it into this prayer of fixing the the people's trust and sort of uh, focusing the faithfulness of the people um, in a kind of collective prayer uh, to God to as as one who alone can offer stability in the midst of the onslaught of external enemies who have fallen upon the people. Um, but you get the sense that in this one that there is um, that the enemy is on the outside and, and that this uh, the psalmist is calling upon the faithfulness of the people to do to do this thing to get to gather their um, together their prayer as one um, and that the, and with the expectation the eager expectation that god will deliver them um, in the midst of that uh, trouble that they're experiencing and that helpfully transitions into the lessons from micah 7. micah in this uh, is pointing out that uh, he's sort of elaborating on the um the historical progression of israel being that um, whereas, you know, there's these prayers in the Psalms of the enemy coming from without, um, in Micah's, uh, you know, pro prophetic oracles, he's also pointing out that even within the city of God, within the chosen city of Jerusalem, there is, um, and, and within the heart of the city, of, of the kingdom, of the, of the promised land, there is this corruption that has taken place within. Uh, and so it, that corruption works as a kind of enemy within the walls. Um, and so you have enemies that are certainly coming in from the north, and Micah is pointing out about the the, the impending invasion of the Neo-Assyrian Empire. But then you also have this corruption that has come up within that has vitiated the ability of the kingdom to stand. It's kind of in the old fable, the, the worm at the heart of the tower that will not allow it to stand strong. And so you have, in this case, uh, enemies without, enemies within. And because of that, the, the Micah is pointing out the great calamity that must befall because that faithfulness to be to be gathered together um, into and as the people's trust is fixed upon God is not to be found because the people's faithfulness has been divided and redivided and redivided again among many idols, among many distractions, among many diversions from practicing that core vocation that the people have. And so they are, in Micah's estimation, sort of incapable of offering the prayer of Psalm 54, 57, uh, simply because they have divided their heart among too many other things. But in the last movement of Micah's lesson tonight, you get Micah speaking very much in the voice of the psalmist uh, as a representative of the whole people, or at least in this case, of the faithful remnant within this kind of corrupted Israel, um, saying, you know, speaking in the first person singular, um, that I, like my enemy, do not rejoice over me. And he, Micah is, is speaking prophetically on behalf of that remnant that God will preserve, as he has been elaborating in the previous six chapters, that God will preserve through the un, the, the, uh, the upcoming apocalypse and calamity and will, will bring through that and regather together again. Though I seem to fall, yet will I rise again. And so we have um, in the two, between the two, we have the idea of, of the people being brought to one uh, to stand as one with in God, um, in the strength of God over and against their external adversary. And then in this case, the faithful remnant gathered as one 
in the face of both an external enemy and also a corrupted brotherhood within the, the supposed, you know, people of God itself. And this gets really personal as we move into Romans 7, chapter, uh, verse 14 tonight, this famous passage of uh, where St. Paul exercises in, in his own writing this kind of prophetic gathering together voice that we see in the psalm, that we see in the, in the, in the in Micah the prophet, uh, where he's speaking in the voice of humanity itself that has been gathered under one banner, under one sort of under one judgment, uh, if, as we've learned over the previous chapters leading up to seven. Um, humanity has been gathered under one judgment because whether it be by their conscience or by the law, they have be, they have been made aware that death and sin are at work within them. There is and that they are in bondage to death and sin. And yet with the with the um, the, the the gift of life that comes through Jesus Christ, the, the free gift of God um, that has come, it dwells within that person as well. And so he speaks within this. He speaks as this within the spirit of a Christian. Um, and speaks as though he is giving voice to that and personifying that spirit and speaking the language of it, saying and what it perceives as it as it goes through life. It says, well, I perceive that within me is the law of God, the life of Christ. And yet um, I perceive within the members of this this being that I am also another law at work that wars against that thing that has been implanted by as the gift of God within me. And so it is not really a matter of like spirit and body so much as it is a matter of one kind of being human at war with another kind of being human that coexist within the same person, within the same kind of individual. And so what we saw in the kind of like big picture exterior level in the Psalm, what they saw in the big picture in the, prophet, the prophetic literature, we see now being in this kind of psychology of the Christian that we all perceive within ourselves, our spirits cry out saying that we belong to God, that we are the children of God, as St. Paul will say in chapter eight, but we also perceive that we are a person, we are a, a sort of a being that is at civil war within itself and that this and that the enemy is within us. You know, this this bondage, this law of sin and death is is at work that wars against us. And so um, as we but but yet even in the, in the midst of this great calamity, like Micah, the prophet exults in the end, saying, do not rejoice over me, my enemy. Do not think that I if, do not think you have defeated me if I fall. Nevertheless, I will rise again. And that is the voice of the spirit of God speaking with our spirit within each person who is a Christian. It says that even though death will have a say, even though we will pay the last uh, the last um, toll to the debt of Adam's sin, nevertheless, we will rise up. And that so the spirit, as we'll go into chapter eight, where we talk about the like vindication of the spirit and the life of the world to come and the life of the new creation be aware that that's what's happening is that is the victory song that the spirit sings over and against the the condemnation of the of, of sin and the condemnation of judgment and the ultimate penalty of death that all of us will partake of nevertheless the spirit within us says do not rejoice over me O death because though i seem to fall yet will i rise you will do your worst and then i will be regathered by my god and i will rise again and so that is, I mean, that that is the whole continuity of the people of God through all time, right there in a nutshell in our lessons for tonight. So, so it's good to meditate on that this evening. Turning now to our intercession. Let us pray. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind 
let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. O Lord, support us all the day long, until the shadows lengthen and the evening comes. When the busy world is hushed, and the fever of life is over, and our work is done. Then in thy mercy grant us a safe rest, a peaceful rest, and life everlasting. Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for joining in tonight. Hope you uh, have a great start to your weekend. And uh, thanks to Aliyah, my co-leader for this evening. Thank you, Father Hayden. Have a good night. Have a good evening. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Good night. There she is.